0: What's up, Vibe Tribe? Kyler Andrews, my spiritual waiting podcast, where you learn as I learn, right? So I went through the entire documentary of the century of the self the other night. It's something that had me a while back to somebody brought to my attention. And I kind of just went through the first one. That's where I really learned about Edward Bernays, um, consumerism, the ego, the program, right? How marketing gets us and how advertising gets us and how even politicians use our wants and our desires to get elected. And not only (laughs) does it work, but it gets copycatted into the UK, right? When Clinton ran for his second term, he was in such crap that he hired a man, to teach him how to go after Americans' desires. And he won, right? And he won by pretty much BSing a politician in UK, seeing it work, and he identically, like identically, word for word, use used like the same expressions and pulled off the same thing in the UK. So I'm gonna just go through it really quick. It's a really long documentary. It'll take you it took me a lot of hours to get through it um maybe about 5 or 6 hours but you know it starts in the 1920s with sigmund freud right sigmund freud he was a psychologist from europe and he's the one that basically made everybody think that the human race was super dangerous and keep in mind when i talk about this stuff i never want you to get mad at anybody not at your government, not at anybody, because when you understand how this process works, that's like me being mad at my ex, right? I can't do that because I know where she's at. It's just like where I was at 10 freaking years ago, right? Like, come on, we're we're all living in an ego. We're all in this this crazy sleep shadow that we don't realize until we wake up. So just like your government, yeah, you might say they probably know. They probably do, right? But getting mad at them isn't going to change it because there's still ego-driven tendencies there. So, you know, you really have to understand this went down to this information. Once they realized that they could mass-manipulate crowds and people and behaviors through wants and desires, things drastically changed in our world, right? Things went from simply need and necessity to want, right? And it really changed the way we live our lives, right? It really put us to sleep to just this, let me try to express myself being in somebody that I'm really not right? We look at our environments, wherever we're living and listen, fashion and style changes to every town, to every state, to every city. It's different everywhere. So you're adapting to these things. And I guess what we're trying to do before we awaken, when we still have that ego is we're trying to build an identity, right? My identity was, I ran off of alcohol. I was a cigarette smoker, right? You know, I was chasing all the girls. Like I I had that friggin' ego of like, wow, like this is like look, this is what life's about. This is who you're supposed to be. Not knowing that, you know, the person I built was not really whom I was. Right? I'm 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 not somebody who needs to stick a needle in their ass, right? I don't even need fifty more pounds of muscle. I thought I did. I thought I did because the environment that I grew up in, it was for protection. It was to not have to fight, right? Because when you get bigger, for some reason, people just assume that means that you're a badass. It doesn't mean that, trust me. But anyway, right, let's go back to women and the cigarette, right? Way back in the day, Edward Bernice, right? The Philip Morris went to Edward Bernice, said, you know, Women aren't smoking. We need to figure out how to make them smoke. Can you help us? Right? So Edward Bernice hired a psychologist. Psychologist said, well, you know, men look at a cigarette like it's their extra penis. Like, you know, so if women want to feel like they have empowerment, they need to smoke. So, Edward Bernays got some debutantes together, and it was during the New York Easter Parade, and he had them all pull out a cigarette and light up, right? Now, him knowing that this was happening, he leaked it all to the press that he heard this was going to happen. Well, they were all ready. They got their pictures. It went across every single mag or every single newspaper. And then, what do you know? Women started to smoke, right? And smoking, once you understand how life is energy, is one of the, the, the leading things is keeping your ass in poverty, right? And you might be like, oh, well, an actor smokes. Oh, well, they got there by ego and they'll probably get cancer or even maybe kill themselves when they figure out what's really going on. Remember, this is about the pursuit of, I don't even like to use happiness anymore. Just balance of life where you're content, right? You have your purpose and you're going through life happy because you're living it by your terms, that's what most of us have to learn how to do. We have to learn how to take back the reins and live our life by our terms. So what else should we talk about? It's probably no surprise to you that, you know, Hollywood was was growing in the early 1900s. It was really catchy momentum when, you know, TV advertising started coming out. You know, they used celebrities for everything. They used to use celebrities in Macy's like to to model clothes to get women to want to dress like these celebrities. And it works so well, right? These celebrities are pushing products and pushing this. If you want to be unique, you want to stand out, you basically want to have a big-ass ego, buy our stuff, right? And this went on and went on and it hasn't stopped. We're in 2020 and look at how many very influential people we'll call it because we're in the information error and everybody knows how to build a following now. Look how influential these people are and they're all pushing products, right? We're we're all still being sucked into buying things that we really don't need most of the time. So let's talk about presidents, right? President Coolidge, right? He met with 34 celebrities in 1924 just to get publicity, to, to get, I guess, to get the American mind more connected with the celebrity and politics. Like, these things go hand in hand. Woo-hoo, we're American, right? We want to be like these people. And it's really put a beaten on who we are as people. And it just kept going on throughout the 20s and the 30s and in the 40s, and just consumerism, just consumerism, consumers, and consumerism. This is what changed. This is what's changed our nation into being the egos that we are. This is the reason why so many of us are so asleep. Now, I don't want you to think that that wouldn't have happened regardless, right? Because until you understand your mind, until you understand thought – we always, like I talk to people in the East, right? In India, the country comes in on the scale of enlightenment already, right? Because our people are so happy. But I'm not going to say that I haven't talked to people there who have their issues, right? Because it comes down to our minds. So it really, the ego in America is just really hard to get around because we're so rooted in our patterns and behaviors. And we really didn't understand that Even though we have these huge egos, we were already pre built by our parents. So we're running around with habits and beliefs that aren't even ours. So it's really all just a big mess of a mess of a mess, all jammed into one. And this is what happens in your journey. Whether the knowledge of spirituality grabs you, or success grabs you, or personal development grabs you, or health and wellness grabs you, these messages by the universe have been placed everywhere. You know, that's the reason why people become intuitive and they're able to write these amazing books. It's because the universe is dropping seeds everywhere because there's so many of us again. There's billions of us, billions of billions of billions of us, and we're running around these little social circles. So basically all this material is designed to try to catch somebody new. So that's why like for me, My audience has been a lot of women, right? I really want to touch down with the common working man, the blue collar hero, and really get into their heads about all this because if I can get people just to look in the mirror and see the program, it's like a kick in the face of, wow, hold on. So every day I get up and I go drive this tractor for a living and I make these people millions of dollars. Yeah, I make a hundred something some thousand dollars a year. I have all these health problems. I smoke, I drink. You know, me and my wife are miserable. My kids are freaking horrible. What is going on? Well, this is what I want to wake y'all up to is the fact that it's all changeable, right? It's just a simple program. And the more that we learn about the subconscious mind and limiting beliefs and what's really going on you know, it's stuck there. And we can go in and we can pluck it out. We can show you so many different ways of how to get it out. Coaching is one way. Psych K is another way. You can check out www.mindrewire.com. Me and Christy did our first session. It was freaking amazing, right? You know, you can go to hypnosis. There's different ways to get in touch with the subconscious. But the first thing is really making people look at the ego that has been created throughout our society. Now, I'm going to keep pausing because I have a ton of notes here. Um, you know, this all really, really intrigued me. So I really wanted to go through this stuff deeply. But the things that kind of aggravated me about this is that they didn't talk anything about the pharmaceutical industry and they didn't talk about fluoride in our water because that's really important to me because, you know, Hitler was right about what, 1938? right? And Hitler had a great way of just really controlling people's minds. And I really think our government looked at that, found out that he was fluoridating water. And I think that's where America got that idea from. And again, this comes down to probably wanting to protect a nation of just the masses, because they know that we all have this this program. It would be a lot easier if they just let it be common knowledge that we all need to wake up and we need to come out of this, this sleeper into the heart space. The problem with doing that is it would end consumerism because once you wake up, you know that your identity is your soul. It's not this ego that has to have the Corvette and all this crap that we really don't need. And you realize that you can live very abundantly with not really working that hard, right? Because once you take away all the stuff and all the payments and all the crap that we think we need to compete against the Joneses, life just changes. It shifts. Like Mayan, like I got to spend what? What? damn near 200 days last year directly involved in my children's raising right into their lives not many parents can say that and i'm still striving to do it even more i'm striving to create such a life of abundance and freedom where since my ex is in her process still she is a part of the ego-driven society i want to be able to be able to have my kids for her Right? I want to be that, that babysitter because for me, it's all about the children. It's all about changing the program in the youth so they don't grow up with limiting beliefs. I tell my kids they can fly. I tell my kids they have magic. I tell my kids they are wealthy. And I also show my kids that, look, daddy doesn't work. What's that tell you? Right, My kids are going to grow up with the belief that life is entertainment. Life is adventure. Life is fun. Parents, this is what you should all be shooting for so back to uh, let's go to uh, i want to jump a little bit because there's something that really really aggravates me after world war ii you know anna freud she took in these two very wealthy kids right and started psychoanalyzing them and basically forced them into lives of family and just thinking that would cure these kids. So they they take these wealthy kids and since these kids are doing fine for years to come, she brings that knowledge to America, the psychoanalyst crap, and she brings her program to America and we start doing it to all the soldiers coming out of World War II, right? Thinking that this is going to solve a problem. Number one people, War is propaganda. War does not serve any purpose on our planet at all. At all. It should not exist. We should not have borders. We should not have nations. We should be the power of one. Because we're all supposed to be united. Everything is divided to separate us and to keep us in control. Which is silly. Because if you just let us be spirit and love, everybody on this planet would be happy. Right, Everybody would be fed, we wouldn't have any homeless, we wouldn't have any poverty, none of this crap would exist. But what really aggravates me is, the way these, these, these guys who got drafted for this BS war, they didn't wanna go, they got drafted, and our country just destroyed their lives. Now, granted, because I understand reincarnation, I understand how it all works, they brought themselves into that experience for a reason, and God bless them. Whatever, whatever they did in a past life was very, very hard and they didn't learn their lesson. So they had to come back to that karmic pattern and deal with that. And, you know, maybe they created a story out of it and they helped a thousand people and maybe that's why they did it. We don't know. I didn't follow all these people, but it broke my heart to watch this documentary and see how many soldiers were straight losing their friggin' minds coming back with just the worst case of PSD and most of them killing themselves. Now let's go back to Anna Freud and her little program. We're the little richy rich kids that that, that she tried to help. Yeah, um, one killed themselves, right? Alcohol. Then the daughter straight up went back to Anna Freud's house in London, right? And straight killed herself in her house to pretty much prove a point. And that's when Anna Freud started losing all kinds of credibility in the United States, and psychoanalysts start disappearing like crazy. So basically, because of war, I, I I want y'all to understand this. I don't want you to get mad, but I want you to understand it. Mental health became an issue in our nation because of war. How much? How? Because of war, not not because of the American people being crazy. Because of war. So let's jump off that aggravating subject and jump back into the design of advertising. When um, they really started to learn how they could really manipulate the American minds. Um, Institute of Motivational Research, founded by Ernest Victor and Ernest Dickers. Well, they started testing products, right? And that really kicked in a whole new um, avenue of how people bought things. You know, Betty Crocker, when they first came out with their cake mix, they couldn't sell it, right? And they couldn't figure out why. You know, it was supposed to be loved by the public. They thought everybody would buy it. And here they hire a psychologist. Again, advertisers love psychologists. They hire a psychologist to find out why. He finds out because the American woman at the time, being the homemakers that they were, they felt guilty to use the easy way, right? It was just too damn easy to make this cake. So, the psychoanalyst told Betty Crocker, add an egg. Sure enough, they add to the ingredients, add an egg, and the product takes off, right? Because now the woman feels like she's putting her little touch in there, she's got some work to do, she has to add her egg, product takes off. This is how simple, Our minds work, right? That's pretty scary. And think about this. Now, if you really understand how life is energy and thou shalt not kill, now you're taking yourself out of the positive spectrum and you're taking everybody else out of the positive spectrum by just putting that stupid ass chicken in your cake. Yes, I said it. It's true. Now, this is my philosophy on the 1950s. After what Hitler did, right? Everybody got scared after, after Germany. Like to see what masses of people would do to other innocent people, scared to shit out of the world. So my philosophy on this is, remember, I believe that there is one person or one group behind everything that happens in the world, right? So I believe from there... That 1953, when Russia, right, they kind of they they kind of promoted some fear with nuclear fallout, right? That's when the whole idea of nukes like really started to be like a concern. And even go back to us using nukes and things like this and A-bombs. I want you to understand that a lot of that was just to create fear, right? Because for governments to be strong for you to really love your country you know there has to be an enemy right you have to feel like yeah I'm the best the ego brah no it's so stupid all they're doing is tricking us to live in fear so we stay on a hamster wheel so we stay down here and we don't complain we do what we need to do but the fear aspect is making you feel like yeah I should pay my government all these taxes and I should do it do it the right way and you know do this thing so this way, my government protects us. Man, our, our government is killing us, straight killing us. Don't get me started back on the processed foods. Don't get me started on alcohol. Don't get me started on all the design and marketing and all that spectrum. And definitely don't get me started on public school, which straight roots us to make all the dumbass decisions that we do as we go through our adolescence, building that ego Straight crustifying our pineal gland and not using our intuition. Now, you want to hear a crazy one? Oh, this is crazy. So, I want to say they were called the United Banana Company, right? It was in the nineteen fifties that oh, the United Fruit Company basically took out Guatemala, right? These they had so much money. Basically, a new leader was coming into Guatemala to basically take back their fruit production so their country could make more money. Well, Edward Bernays designed this whole propaganda that this guy was straight working with Russia because this was just after the whole nuclear idea, right? And that America should be very, very afraid of this. They created this propaganda to get America involved. They even went as far as bombing this, this frigging country, right? And guess who was flying the planes? Our CIA agents. Like, you want to talk about corruption, like just straight corruption. Like, we straight helped set up an election of a man who would just allow the United Fruit Company back in so that country was under control again. Like, this is the shit that happens in the history of just nonsense. Like, our government said that, that, that you know, or <laughs> Freud said that people were crazy. People of power are straight freaking crazy. Like, the shit that, that happens in the political world is amazing it just blows my friggin mind and it makes me to the point where i have to laugh because i don't get mad but you know in the 50s after all these wars after all this chaos you know then since freud's design didn't work to help people through their problems this is when electrotherapy came out and they started shocking people and the CIA straight let people get shocked at a point where they had their whole memories just wiped out. And then what they tried to do, and I'm gonna explain the subconscious mind to you, I think at this point, you know, I don't think anybody in America was this dumb. Like I know the Eastern religion was around, I know that people know how to read. I know that the information wasn't available in our libraries, but Americans knew about this information because there was guys out there like Neville Goddard talking, Alan Watts, like this information was was definitely known, right? So they're trying to shock people just out of these thought processes and then they tried to put in their own programs you, you can't do that not in that way it ended up very very bad. Um, it was a very 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 embarrassing um, moment in American history for anybody as a psychologist because you know they were just straight torturing people and then trying to reprogram them with these thoughts so do yourself a favor. Never end up in a mental hospital. All right, don't end up in a mental hospital. But um, I want to tell you all a story about um this other cycle analyst. I think that you know he fell into Eastern knowledge. He became a meditator. I believe that he got connected to source energy because he actually lived on the U.S. United or United States Canada border. Um, very isolated by himself. You know, he was seeing just certain people out there are doing his own thing um and he started building things that could protect against i know you're going to probably think this one's a little bit wacky but alien invasions like he had this machine that could communicate and it was really really cool looking and he could cure cancer well, you know, that's, that's, you know, you have to understand, like, this is around the time that cancer is being designed. The government didn't want to hear that you could, you could kind of fix it. So they arrested him and sure enough, he ends up dead. I kind of, I kind of relate that story back to Dr. Sebi. You know, I think anytime you're screwing with the pharmaceutical industry, wear a bulletproof vest, right? Because you're really screwing with power up beyond all power. Because at the end of the day, remember, even a guy like me, I'm a very small voice over here, right? Always remember <laughs> you can't like, this is the reason why in my, in my experience and in my belief system, I know that I'm always protected by God. This is like, this isn't going to change. I don't see anything ever happening to me. You have to live in that space. Like you have to, especially if you're planning on doing the things that I'm planning on doing in my life. But Let's see what else we have here. I mean, you know, we could talk about the 60s, right? The 60s is when people really started to get their shit together, right? People started realizing that, you know, there was more to life than this this BS Machine that we got built into when everybody waking up going to work, you know This is when hippies started to evolve and really take a stand against military And you know, if you go back through history books, not everybody knows this stuff You're in your 20s or 30s You might not realize this, but our government was straight killing people in the streets Like they were straight killing people on college campuses Because you know, these people were protesting about what was going on with consumerism And all that happened was advertisers and marketers got with more psychiatrists and they figured out a way to market hippies because they realized that these people were individuals you know they didn't fit in these mass these mass categories like i i guess you want to say so what happened was they had to because such a down world slope of 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 people buying just like being marketed you know hippies really were creating their own their own images their own styles their own clothes like they were doing their own thing so to get around that like towards the 80s or 90s and i know i'm gonna jump ahead fast but you know towards the 80s or 90s this is where they really started hitting us with lifestyles right okay you're an outdoorist okay you're an action guy okay you're a i don't know (laughs) I've been so far out of that whole scene of, you know, I haven't watched TV in probably five years, four years, something like that. And when I did watch TV, I only watched Gold Rush, so I don't know what kind of programming I could have got from there. Besides one day I'm going to go dig for gold or at least go gold panning for the whole day. You know, goals. But all right, people. Um, you know, if you want to check out the documentary, it's it's all on YouTube. You know, don't ever forget that we're in the information error. And everything that I'm learning is just, it's knowledge. It's all right in front of you. If you want to shift your perception, jump on YouTube and just let the content kind of take you for a ride. But my last story is Mr. Bill Clinton. You know, when he was president, I don't know why, but I felt like he was such a good president. I was such a dipshit. (laughs) I had no idea. It was just like right around 29 when I had my first big, big year in business. I made over $100,000. I thought my shit didn't stink. Um, but you know, I didn't realize that, that Clinton really almost bailed on the second election. He almost got his butt whooped. But he hired somebody to teach him how desire, you know, is how to get elected. This is back when they started polling people and they started sending out questionnaires in the mail. And everybody was so bored in this country that they really loved these questionnaires. And that's how they got to people. You know, that's how they really learned how, who would vote for who, what would they vote for. And that's what really sculpts an American president's speeches. They find out what y'all's desires are. And I say y'all because I haven't voted since my twenties, because I know it's been bullshit my whole life. I don't think your vote counts at all. You know, I think it's all set up. Whoever's going to be president, I think, like I said, there's a group of people. Okay, this is how it's going to go down. Make it work any which way, shape possible. That's the reason, like, you ever notice a presidency is never just a huge landslide? It's always like, you know, kind of 50-50 and then somebody just wins by a little bit. You don't find that interesting? Come on, the way people shape their opinions, either right or wrong, yes or no, come on. I think there would have to be a landslide somewhere in American history, and I just, from what I've seen, maybe I'm wrong, but I really haven't seen any. But you know, we have went through crazy times in our in our lives. You know, when when Reagan's were president, you know, they started the war on drugs. You know, created all this chaos, created more police, created just just made things worse really over basically 13,000 people who die a year from drug overdose illegally compared to the 300,000 people who die from pharmaceutical overdose every year you know and we're still dealing with this stuff to this day you know when when will we be responsible for our body when will the one thing that we have become just our possession where the government cannot tell us what we can put in it but it's okay for them to put anything into it that they want, like fluoride or red 40 or, you know, all these dyes that they give to our kids and all this high foreclosed corn syrup and all these things that are straight up poison in all of us. Why is that okay? But yet. If you want to go shoot some heroin, you can't, even though, you know, that might be the quickest way to get you to your awakening. I think that's why the government really went after drugs, because I really think when you fall into drugs, now you don't want to die. So at some point in time, your soul is going to kick you in your face. It's going to take your teeth out because it doesn't want to die that way. So that's why a lot of drug addicts, a lot of people who go through jail, a lot of people who go through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, like myself, like myself, this is why we wake up. Because we get to the breaking point. We get to the point of, holy shit, how much more can I take, right? And then boom, and we get it, and we see it, and we go, wow, there's a whole other world here. And then we start kicking ass, right? And uh, we we want to make a difference. We want to give back. So that's where I'm at in my process. You know, I hope this kind of like enlightened somebody today, um, but you know politics to to food to everything it comes down to marketing and advertising and watching what the masses do you have to understand people if you thought that they knew how to manipulate us 50 years ago you have to understand that every they don't need the polls anymore They pull you every single day through Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, everything. They're pulling. Why do you think that there's a platform for every profession, every social status, everything? Because they are pulling us all the way down to what our kids are watching on YouTube. I'll say that one more time. What our kids are watching on YouTube. There's an algorithm for everything. That's why parents take back your sanity. Follow me in the destruction of the smartphone. Follow me into taking the device out of your kid's hands. Follow me into turning into vegans. Follow me into getting to the life's energy and learning the cheat codes and learning how to take back your friggin existence here on this planet. Just because you reincarnate when you die and you get to do it all over again, doesn't mean that you should let this experience slide. Because the problem with this experience is when you further yourself into evolving and you have a knowing and your awareness raises, that is the only time when you come back that it's easier and easier and easier. If not, you reincarnate right right back to where you left off. Eric, what do you mean? What I mean is you create your reality. You are the creator. Your consciousness, from the time you spike any kind of memories, you create your parents, you create your siblings, you create your environment, you create everything that you see in your life, every instance, every everything to get you back to the same exact point so you can go through it all again because you're going to learn a damn lesson either this time or the next time or the next 10 times, but eventually you're going to learn a damn thing. So that way, You can come back and enjoy your experience. I'm Kyler Andrews. I love y'all. Peace.